This is the planet Earth, our home. And it must look rather strange to people on other planets. Lots of noise, lots of shouting, lots of activity without too much to show for any of it, and lots of things flying around in the sky. And sometimes those things fly out beyond the sky, out into the universe, where they can encounter other planets, stranger planets by far than ever shone in our night sky. This calm, serene orb, sailing majestically among the myriad stars of the firmament. Perhaps this world too is home for someone. Ah, there's Tiny Clanger. Yes, she appears to have found a strange object. I wonder who could have left that behind. Yes, that's right. When you visit other places, you must never leave your rubbish behind. Not only is it bad for the environment, it's just bad manners. What is it? Well, it looks like the randomizer from the Jerry Anderson podcast. Yes, you know, with Chris Dale and Marina. Did a large white spacecraft land here recently? Yes, they must have stopped off here in their eagle and left the randomizer behind by mistake. Unless it picked another episode of Torchy the Battery Boy, in which case it was probably left behind on purpose. Who's Jerry Anderson? Well, he was a television and film producer. A very good one, too. What's television? Well, it's a sort of... No, on second thoughts, you'd probably be better off never knowing about that. Still, while you're here, you may as well be the very first clanger to ever press the button on the randomizer. That's it, the big red one there. Yes, well done. It's all right, don't be scared. The machine is just thinking about which episode the podcast listeners will get to hear this week, because there's still rather a lot in there. It's printed out a name. Perhaps you could tell us what it says. Four Feather Falls. Excellent. That's the series. But what episode is it? That's the real question. The toughest guy in the West. Marvellous. Tiny Clanger wants to know what it takes to be the toughest guy in the West. Well, I imagine it would involve gunfights and killing people and... Oh dear. Well, it would seem that clangers aren't interested in gunfights and killing people. Very sensible. The four feathers on this hat are magic. They enable Tex Tucker's dog and horse to speak, and his guns to fire without him even touching them. And now, another exciting adventure from Four Feather Falls. So, after last week, with our... um little Alan Patillo tribute on the randomizer in the form of Hypnotic Sphere, we are now heading over to Four Feather Falls for a meeting with our, our old friend Sheriff Tex Tucker, as voiced by the late, great Nicholas Parsons. Um, yeah, I, I met Nicholas at a convention back in uh, 2009. It was Collectomania Milton Keynes. Um, actually, it might not have been 2009, although I suspect it was. Um, he was sat next to Leonard Nimoy, of all people, and it was very cold. He had every reason to um, not be too happy, but uh, he was he was quite pleasant to me. That was the only time I ever met him. I got my uh, Four Feather Falls DVD signed. Anyway, enough of that. We're now in Four Feather Falls. 
that nice long pan down the town, um, which I think is stock footage. And we're opening with a song. Everyone's in the barn. I guess it um, makes sense to get the song out of the way at the beginning of the episode. Um, yeah, so it's Tex, um, Grandpa Twink, Doc Haggerty, Slim Jim, and um, Rocky. I don't know why Tex has called these three men to, to Rocky's barn. Or stables, even. I'm sure we'll find out. When the cocks are crowing in the morning. And I think of all the Four for the Falls regular songs, and there were three or four of them, this is probably my favourite because it's just so nice and happy. Spring, yes, you can and everyone's dancing. Oh, oh, there are other horses in the stables, and they've even got a string or a wire on the horse's tail. It's just sort of jerking up and down like a real horse's tail would. Um. Not, not, you know, it's not about to produce anything else. But, uh, oh, that's another lovely touch of realism. Way back in my... Oh, and Texas stroking Rocky's... Rocky's muzzle. Oh, that's lovely. This show is just so charming. This is... And I know people say that I use that word far too much, but, um, this is so lovely. You could sing. Sing? Sure I could sing. Why, folks have come from miles around, hear me? Oh, now come on, Grandpa. Stop your boasting. Why, I remember it well. <laughs> they used to say that your voice made the crows sound musical. Oh, poor old twink. I suppose you'll be telling us next about the time you wiped out a whole tribe of Comanche single-handed. <laughs> and I did, too. Of course, I ain't... I, I exacted mutual bloody extinction on all of those people. I killed so many. I ain't staying here to be insulted. Hold it, Grandpa, hold it. Is it just me? Um, I, I know, you know, this is early days for puppets, but a lot of the Four for the Fours regulars look reasonably good. Um, but Grandpa Twink, he always reminds me of um, Cranky Kong from the Donkey Kong Country series. He just, because his face looks so long and kind of simian, that's the vibe that I get from him. $500 reward. Indian on Jack. For gun running and horse stealing and cattle rustling. I'm surprised by this poster that I just nailed to the wall. Pretty dangerous guy. Nah, don't look much like an Indian to me. No, he ain't, but he trades with them. Don't know who wants to get their hands on him most. Us or the Redskins. Oh. Maybe if you run across him on your way to Silver City, you'll bring him in for a scram. Maybe I will at that. <laughs> oh, so it's everyone laughs at Grandpa Twink Day today. That's, um... Well, I can get behind that, I suppose. Uh, telling me I couldn't sing. Trying to kid me like I was an old fool. So you are if you let him rile you. Anyway, you can't need... I also really like the relationship between uh, Grandpa Twink and Ma Jones in this. Indians? <gasps> oh, no. And on, on really dopey-looking donkeys. Maybe we ought to... Yeah, I really like the rapport that uh, David Graham and Denise Breyer have in this. It's... Them's Calabacuya's men. It's it's very sweet. Could you? They're too far off. What do you mean too far off? Ain't nobody got sharper eyes than me. Huh. Well, I sure hope you're right. Yeah, quick with my eyes and quick on the draw. Why, well, I reckon even now I could outshoot most anybody. Ain't nothing scares me. Ooh. Holy jeepers! Oh, except that arrow. The Comanche arrow. It Which almost looks like it um, ended up in. 
Mar Jones's arm. There's an old shack around the bend. We'll have to leave the horse and reach. Ain't no help for an idea. We're under massive Indian attack here. Oh, they've abandoned the horse. Okay. We made it. Give me that gun. Get away. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, the old lady gives her, give her the gun. Yeah. But I aim to give the orders around here. Oh, go on. Give her the gun. Well, it seems suddenly quiet. Maybe you should shut the door behind you. Yeah, they've, they've um, <gasps> holed up in this old shack where... Oh. Me. Now drop that gun, mister. Where the man on the wanted poster is also hiding. Pleased to meet you. And you, ma'am. Now you two, get back against that... And he's a very sinister-looking character. It's partly because of the way the the scene is lit, but... Um, you get all of us. Okay. Also, the fact that he's holding a gun, of course, very sinister. You can have your gun and keep off them redskins. But I'll be right behind you, ready to put a slug into you if you try any tricks. Ooh. If a Comanche arrow don't get us first. You said it, lady. I reckon them redskins is just in the mood to appreciate a couple of scalps. Oh, nice. Yeah, you, you look at Four for the Falls and you think, oh, this is a sweet little kid's show. And then you realise that actually it's... It's not afraid to shy away from the uh, the violence of the old west. What's Graham got? No boy, he got nothing. They I got also wonder why how this shack is a good hideout, considering everyone who's gone in it has left the door wide open, and the wood panels are full of cracks. They was Comanche arrows. Oh, good. The horse made it back to Four Feather Falls. The Buffalo Pass. I'll get out there right away, Jim. You run up every able. But the cart has got about. Uh, Be coming along with you, Tex. A dozen arrows impaled throughout it. But I'll be glad to have you with me. Want me singing them things to Twink this morning? After all, it ain't his fault if he's scared of his own shadow. Oh. Oh. And that's it. We're under full. Oh. Full Indian attack at the um. The shack, but Grandpa Twink's taking no prisoners. That's um one dead or oh, two dead Indians. Oh, close up on an arrow as it flies through the air. Oh. Plugs Twink's gun. He fired it back at them. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. More ammunition, quick! I mean, it's completely unrealistic, but it's very cool. Except for the two rounds in this gun. That's one for each of you. Mm. Nobody gonna identify me. So our fugitive isn't uh, isn't keen to help. The wheel after them boys is through with you. Yeah, but you ain't gonna be alive to see it. Yes, they took cover in the shack. Seems hopeless. Aww. Yeah, um, so Tex and Doc have turned up with their horses, and Rocky, of course, looks fairly, fairly good, but um, Doc's horse looks utterly stoned. I think it might not actually be on wires, it's just rod stiff. To see you. We need your help. <gasps> Kalamakuya! Kalamakuya, no. I think that's the first time we've seen him on the randomizer. Attacked by Comanches. My braves on Warpath. They slay Comanche dogs. We better get on down there, quick. So, by the sounds of things, it's an absolute bloodbath uh, on the valley floor at the moment, but... Um, sure you don't. Naughty man whose name I've forgotten has still got Grandpa Twink and Ma Jones. Skunk! Now say your prayers. Oh! And he just took an arrow in the arm. The... Oh, gosh! Right, the, um, the arrow has actually pinned his arm to the shack wall. Yourself, mister. Uh, this was the good arm, not the one that was already in the sling. Oh, they are holding on this shot for a very long time. No. Uh, you ain't got very good eyes. What do you mean? 
Blood Adder ain't from no Comanche bow. Them's Calamacuia's feathers. Oh, it's the good guys who's impaled the baddie on the wall. Anyway, um, Grandpa Twink has got his gun, so that's something. Comanches is on the run. Poor old Twink. Guess him and Martha's too scared to move. Come on. <sighs> Those useless old folks don't don't feel like fighting the whole herd of Comanches. Gonna get you for this. Oh, so the baddie has managed to unpin himself from the shack wall. You beat me, mister. Now he's seen a stray Comanche heading their way. Give me a break, mister, won't you? Don't listen to him! Oh, Don't take He's trying something. <gasps> Comanche's got an axe. You remind me of... He's sneaking up on the shack. He was a good guy. But I... I didn't pay no heed to him. Don't listen, Twink. Don't listen. But... This Comanche is taking a long time to get to the shack. They keep cutting away, but he doesn't seem to get any closer. Got a chance. Yeah. Is it the door? They really should have closed that door. <gasps> and that's it. Shot dead by Tex. Oh. Get back, Rondo. Twink. Got the fugitive guy. Not dead, just got him in the hand. Um, now, come in with your hands in the air. I ain't taking no chances. Okay, if that's the way you want it. Oh, Dex Tucker, boy! Am I glad to see you. That goes for me, too. Do you mind if I take my hands down now? Indian Jack? Yeah, yeah, just picked him up for you. <laughs> yeah, it weren't nothing. Well, I'll be oh. doggone. If that ain't the darndest thing I ever heard. So that's it. Twink's proved his bravery. Everybody think everybody thought he couldn't do it. And he proved them wrong, didn't he? Sure beat the band. You're the toughest guy in the West. Yeah. I bet if Kalamakuya hadn't turned up, you'd have brung in them Comanches as well. Okay, smarty pants. That's how you feel. I'm going. Yes, well, uh, I think we ought to give old Twink. <laughs> oh, how many guns do you need, Mr. Jackson? Oh, right, one for each of them. So that's Jim and Dan and um, Mr. Jackson. They're all firing into the air to scare off Grandpa Twink, who is running off in fast motion, leaping over fences. And, um... <laughs> okay. So the citizens of Four Feather Falls can just, um... Gun fire guns off left, right and centre whenever they feel like it. I'm sure Tex won't have a problem with that. Anyway, that was uh, Toughest Guy in the West, and that was quite enjoyable. Um... Our fugitive friend, Indian Jack, wasn't really as um, fearsome as perhaps the title might have suggested, although really, the title wasn't reflected of all that. The title wasn't really reflected of him, but more poor old Grandpa Twink, who, uh, you know, proved his bravery, but at the end, they still had to get in a little, uh, little dig at his expense. Great fun, as always. Really like Four Feather Falls.